This episode is being brought to you by Soul Tribe Publishing House. Welcome back, listeners, to another episode and our final episode of season one for Soul Sister Sunday podcast. My name is Kim. And of course, if you guys have been staying tuned, staying with us, then you know my name is Jay. Girl, we did it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we do. (laughs) We, We did it. We completed a full season of podcasting. And I know it took a minute for us to get started, but here we are doing a season recap. This is crazy. Yes, we are here. Now, listeners, we have a part one and a part two of our season rewind because we wanted to split it up. It's an emotional time for us. And of course, we need a little breather between both of them. But I think it'll be fun. It's giving me that bittersweet type of feeling. Yeah. We were looking forward to this. Like We were looking forward to doing this whole season of podcasting, but we never really had the end in mind until maybe, what, two, three weeks ago? So it's giving like a little sadness, but happiness. It is. It's giving, we need to sign our yearbook. We need to sign our shirt. We need to have a water balloon fight. It's giving me all of these emotions of, oh, but we got to do it one more time. We got to go do it one more time. (laughs) So we'll reintroduce ourselves, listeners. I am Jay and my sister is, Kimberly, Miss Kim, and we're both from Chicago, <laughs> which we talked about a lot in episode one. Yes, let's rewind it to episode one. So, how do you feel now that we are on episode 32, 33, looking back at episode one? Because we did listen to episode one to prepare us for today. How did that feel for you? We came a long way. Episode one was fun. It was the getting to know each other, describing ourselves, giving a little sneak peek of what we're going to bring to the podcasting world. However, wait, (laughs) this is going to sound. That was not episode one. That was episode zero. We don't even know ourselves no more, Kimberly. Okay, well, it's number zero, but technically it was our first episode. (laughs) (laughs) So with that in mind, from zero to the early 30s, where we are now, we have come a long way. And I will say that I've noticed, starting with that episode, we were a little shy. We had a few audio issues. We were still learning. I'm not saying we're professionals now, but we have learned a lot along the way. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. When I was listening to the pilot episode, You can hear it in our voices, the concern, the hesitation, the ums, the likes, the you knows. (laughs) But the further we got along away from the first episode or episode zero, it feels like we are coming into ourselves and we're coming into our voice and we're coming into our thoughts and we are articulating better. So I find that to be so fascinating and so empowering to both of us. I am so proud of us. I'm not going to lie. I'm proud of us too. And it's funny you mentioned the articulation. (laughs) It's crazy because I know how to talk. There's no secret about that. But in the beginning, first getting on the mic, it's like my mind would go blank. 
And I, I noticed that I do curse a lot, which I can't help. I come from a long line of cussing people, so it's in my blood. But I have noticed that in the beginning, every other word was some type of cuss word. So I've gotten better with that too. Mm, now I want to know what DNA strand can we find the cussing strain at? Like what strand? RN DNA, <laughs> which one, girl? She's talking about a long line. Where? <laughs> All I'm going to say is, when you have a Creole mama, <laughs> it happens. <laughs> you got no choice but to say a cuss word as your first word. <laughs> it's fillers and sentences. You can't think of something. Just throw a cuss word out there and it kind of helps it flow. <laughs> I do remember us having a conversation about these filler words and how we need filler words to, what did you say, ignite our thoughts. And I always thought that was so strange. Like, what do you mean you need a filler word to start the fire? <laughs> well, there you have it. Cursing seems to be my way of being a filler or a way to ignite my thoughts. But I am working on getting better with that only because in the real world, when I speak to people, whether it's first impressions or professionally I can always throw a fuck in there to think of something real quick so <laughs> I'm trying to work on that and it's helping me in real life too by not doing it so much on the podcast yeah I definitely see how the podcasting world does intertwine with our professional life our everyday life and I do believe that us doing the podcast has helped us tremendously in how we're thinking, how we are structuring our thoughts, how we are speaking, and more so how we are incorporating our friendship into things. We could not say that the podcasting world has helped us individually without saying that the podcasting world has helped our friendship as well. And I find that to be such a beautiful way of having this rewind. We are in friendship. Guys, we have been friends for so long that it's so beautiful to me to have this be an anecdote of our friendship and our many conversations. Girl, this is just a sneak peek of our conversations. But nonetheless, <laughs> I'm glad that we're able to record it. The world's able to hear it. And like you mentioned a little bit already, you and I are already good friends. There's no secret to that. But having these conversations and listening back to it and bouncing back and forth off of each other with our ideas and opinions, it helped us reach another level in our friendship. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, definitely. And it has allowed us to be accountable to our friendship too. We're accountable on a different level now. Yes, we're business partners in terms of the podcast, but it all stems from our love for each other. That's my sister. And I would never move in a way where I'm hurting her. I don't care where we go. And this just solidifies it even more. Like, you're my sister for life. And I love doing this with you. And I wouldn't be doing this without you. From the very beginning, I remember when I approached you about this podcast. And you were hesitant. But, girl, I grabbed your arm and I said, let's go. <laughs> that is true. But the only reason I was hesitant is because I had no clue what to do. And a lot of times I do operate out of anxiety and uncertainty. So if I'm not certain about something, I can kind of shy away from it. But as always, if there's a fire, you run into it. And if I'm nearby, you're going to grab me with you. Yep. And that's what happened here. Yeah. And this <laughs> is I a nice fire. So. This is a nice view of this fire. Look at it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so funny because 
before even starting this podcast, I had mentioned before how another sister of mine wanted to do a podcast with me as well. It would be somewhat different from what you and I are doing, but that would never get started. We don't even have a name, <laughs> but yet here we are with you <laughs> going into the second season. Like it shows how some things are just meant to be with certain people. Yeah. And that's beautiful. I mean, no shade to the other sister, but dibs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listeners, so our plan for today is to just have a laid back, kicked back, and look at our our mini episodes. Do our season rewind, truly go back to the beginning, talk about them, have our review on our own episodes, talk about what our favorite parts were, talk about the challenging parts, talk about the memories that we have, the things that we want to include that we wish we could have included updates that we have on certain episodes and certain topics and of course leave you guys with something to look forward to in our sophomore season of our podcast so as always get your snacks get your drink and prepare for a awesome season recap this is exciting i'm really looking forward to this let's start off with something light out of all these episodes that we have done well that we've published anyway what is your favorite? Oh, that's a hard one. Can we do top three? Sure. Why not? Give me top three. Okay, great. Because I've been thinking about this for a couple of days now, and I cannot say top one at all. My first one that I absolutely loved was All Magical Things. Do you believe in magic? That episode really allowed us to open up ourselves to our listeners in the atmosphere that you and I go through in our typical friendship, we talk about the moons, the stars, the soil, China, digging a hole, finding the universe, finding Mars <laughs> through the ocean, all of that. And I think that episode really allowed us to unplug that part of us being so sophisticated and so in tune within the box of society. And that opened up the gateways for me. For sure. And I felt that in our episode. So that's number one. Number two, I would have to put the ode to the four agreements. I absolutely love that episode. I'm a big bookworm. And I love the fact that Kim was willing to go that route with me. And we, I think we did such an awesome job at giving ode to the four agreements. And then the final one. Oh, another difficult one. I really enjoyed all the episodes we had. Okay, but if I had to pick the third one, I would have to say, let me pick a good one. I would have to say, let's talk therapy. Definitely. Why? Because it was our first one where we were raw, vulnerable, and it was a touchy subject for us. And Kim and I spoke privately about it, and we were very, very concerned about how we were putting ourselves out there and how much vulnerability we were to be having with our listeners. And that's scary. But I'm so proud of the fact that we held each other accountable to be vulnerable and be transparent in that episode. And it was an early episode. So I think knowing that at the early stages of our podcast season, 
allowed us to feel like we could do more and be transparent all the time. And if we get anything from our season, from our freshman season, was that we were transparent, raw, and vulnerable. Because any episode that you listen to in our whole season catalog, you can hear the transparency that we have. You can hear the rawness that we possess for each other in our conversations. And that's so beautiful to see. Or Very hear. good choices. Well, okay, yeah, they heard it. They didn't see it. But... <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So what about you? Putting me in the hot spot. Oh, okay. My turn. First off, I want to say birthday extravaganza episode seven. Okay. I thought that was a fun one. And we did it around the time of your birthday. It's one of my favorites because it got to really look into birthdays. Like we hear the word birthday, we think party, cake, presents, but we went a little deeper and talk about what it really meant and how we really celebrate and how other cultures really celebrate it. But what topped it the most for me was that we got to put the spotlight on you because it was about mostly your birthday. And you're an amazing person. I, (laughs) I believe that you deserve the spotlight every once in a while. I believe that you deserve to get some type of treatment and some type of love and recognition. So for me, that really stuck out. So that's one of my favorites. Oh, Kim. She says sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be modest. <laughs> hey, you had a tear coming down my face and then you said sometimes my tear went back up, girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry, but nonetheless, you're a great person and I get the vibe that that episode was mostly to focus on you and I really love that because I love you and you're an amazing person oh thank you okay so what's number two then number two this is kind of a funny one the memes and laughs episode which is episode five a very early episode only because we let listeners take a little sneak peek into our inbox of how we send funny memes back and forth and talk about them and I know one of the memes you and I had a little bit of a difference of opinion on and that was the meme about non-sexual things that make people attractive. I don't know if you remember that part, yes, but yes. it was about not subscribing to other people's idea of fun. Mm. And if you notice, you and I kind of had like a little bit of a disagreement about that, but it was a healthy disagreement and it led into an argument. We didn't fall out about it, but we're able to express our thoughts and keep it light and fun. So I like that part of the episode. Yeah, I really enjoyed memes and laughs for sure. It really allowed listeners to see our friendship. And quite honestly, when I was listening to it again, I had a smile on my face the whole time because I too was laughing at the stuff that we were talking about and the memes that we were talking about on there. So definitely, I agree with you completely with that one. That was a fun one. We should do it again at some point in season two. Just saying. Yes, yes, for sure. And it allows listeners to hear our friendship at its basic form. Friendship is not always seriousness. Friendship is not always rigidity. And that one really allowed for French our friendship to be full of laughter. You and I laugh most of the time, even though we're going through struggles, even though life is hard. So what? We'll laugh through it. And I think that's the beauty of our friendship. And I love that we capture that in that episode. I do too. I see that we capture that in almost all the episodes, but that one, it really stuck out. That one felt really light and fun. Yeah. So that's my second favorite. Now the third favorite, this is hard. Now I see mm. how you felt. Exactly. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. 
Hmm. Well, you know what? This one is one of my favorites. However, this is one that I wish I would have spoke up a little bit more about. Episode 20. It's only Harry from now. It's a Harry situation. People know how I feel about hair, especially about natural hair on black women. Hmm. To get even deeper, especially natural curly hair on dark-skinned black women because that's what I am. Knowing that I feel so passionate about that topic and how I really feel about hair and our crown and how it makes us who we are, I should have said a little bit more in that episode. Hmm, now, I'm going to have to object on that because I do think that you said that and some. I do want to acknowledge the fact that you did say that in that episode where you said, I want to speak to my black girls and specifically my dark skin black girls. And it was towards the end of the episode. So listeners, you're going to have to go back and tune into that one to hear what she said. But I do think that you did speak up on it. And the fact that we brought it up was your doing. The fact that we wanted to speak on hair was your doing. So sometimes it's not about what you say or how you say it. It's the fact that you brought up the subject and that's power. So let's be, let's be graceful with my Kim. Okay, you're right. Well, I'm glad that we got to talk about that topic. Maybe I can say there are a few more things I wish I would have pointed out in that. Okay. But I, I did enjoy that topic. So that'll be episode three in my top three. Ah, that's beautiful. So now that we have the top three, what did you wish to say? Because now we got the time, girl. We got nothing but time. <laughs> we don't really have time. We got to keep the episode clean and cut. But <laughs> in that episode... Even though I say that it was mostly focused on the curly hair black women having confidence and things like that, I feel like I neglected to point out a few other things that can happen in childhood and throughout adulthood to make us more confident in our curls. And I also wish I would have talked a little bit more about hair care for our curls. What you do for your hair, I can do for my hair. And I know I mentioned it a little bit in the episode, but I wish I could have got deeper into what oils can help our hair or how we don't have to co-wash for our hair to grow or even going as far as saying things like sometimes protective styles are not always the best. Like I wish I could have did a little bit more of that, but it would have been like a three hour episode. Okay. But what I'm hearing is we need a part two of it's a hairy situation. So we're going to note that in listeners tune in to our sophomore season. It's a hairier situation. <laughs> I imagine cousin it from the Adams family. When you say <laughs> no worries. We'll have new wigs. <laughs> Speaking of wigs, I do enjoy that part of our, our freshman season, to be quite honest. The art that we brought into every episode, the clip art, the post that we have on Instagram for every episode. I am so taken back by the level of creativity that we had this season that allowed us to feel so empowered and so in touch with our creative side in terms of the episode versus the art versus the post that we had on Instagram. That all was done by us. And I think we need to applaud ourselves for that because I didn't know how to do this. Kimberly, you can speak for yourself, but as far as I know, you're not out here doing it in the middle of the night either. <laughs> and I haven't either. I've always thought that I wasn't that creative of a person. So when it comes to making the art and making the pictures and making the 
cute things we see on Instagram. In the beginning, it was a struggle for me. But as time went on and I kept trying this, trying that, just giving it a go, I got a little better at it. So both of us gained experience in that way. For sure. I think you got a lot better at it. Not just a little bit. You got a whole lot better at it. Can we talk about, now listeners, we're going to let you in into our little secrets of arguments. <laughs> the <Can> color we... <laughs> purple. <laughs> Go ahead. Tell them the story. I want to hear from your side. <laughs> okay. So it was more recent, maybe month ago, two months ago, I want to say very recent. It was my turn to make the art for our post on Instagram. To me, all purples look the same. I don't know which one is lighter, which one is darker. So I made this post with this shade of purple. She instantly texts me and was like, that's the wrong purple. And I'm looking at it like, what's wrong with this purple? I don't see it. She had to call me and explain to me <laughs> that that is not the purple that we use. And we went back and forth because in my head, I'm thinking it's not that big a deal. It's purple, isn't it? And her being her true Capricorn detail-oriented self was like, it is a big deal. That's the wrong purple. So we had a whole discussion about the color purple. <laughs> now, listeners, you guys are going to have to let us know what side of purple you on. Because Barney purple is completely different than royal purple. <laughs> <laughs> now I see the difference. I see that the purple I picked was more on Barney than it was the color of my sweater in our pictures. But at first, goddammit, it, purple was purple. <laughs> mm, mm, we're still on the defense over here, <laughs> she said in my Capricorn true self. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that is another little piece of that, of us, that we do laugh about from time to time. At the moment, it was never a heated discussion. Like, let's put that out there. It was nothing that we fell out over, nothing that we got really defensive about but in that moment I was honestly confused <laughs> <laughs> I think that's how our relationship works to be quite honest never has it been a true I'm against you you're against me we're at odds it's more of a you feel how you feel I feel how I feel and we're gonna talk about it and if we don't agree well that's okay we agree to disagree that's how our relationship has always worked and I think that's healthy and that was one of the biggest reasons why we decided to start a podcast, because we thought about that. And listeners, you don't always have to agree with the people around you, the people that you love. You don't always have to agree with them to be loved by them and for them to love you, for them to honor you. I love Kimberly. I love her more because she doesn't agree with me, because she can stand on her own two feet and have a strong backbone in what she believes and how she sees the world. That's why we work. And I agree. And that's how it should be. I'm sure if I was a type of yes man, we wouldn't have gotten as far as we got now. If you were a yes man, I'd be asking you, well, is it Kim or is it Kimo? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's definitely Kim. I can't agree with everything somebody's saying, especially if there's no logic to back it up or it just really doesn't sit with me and what I believe in. But with that, you and I know how to make a way around that without it being such an issue. And more friends need to learn that. And I hope that people who do listen to our podcast take on that way of thinking so they can better communicate with their friends too. 
Yes, yes, I agree with that because longevity and friendship is allowing someone else to not agree with everything you say. I think that's beautiful. And if we didn't showcase that in this podcast this season, then we haven't truly done our job in it. I'm not here to say, yes, I agree with Kim, everything she says. Yes, 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 yes. No, because what is that doing for me? What is that doing for her? That's not servicing her. And that's definitely not servicing me. And it's not that I always want to play devil's advocate or be on the offense of hers or be on the opposite side, because there's been some episodes where we both agree on everything and we both go back and forth and talk about how we see it from different perspectives and still in agreement. But then there's some episodes where we don't agree, where we say, you know what? I agree to disagree with you, girl. Let's keep it pushing to the (laughs) next topic because we're still going to be in friendship we're still in love we're still moving in frequency of friendship and that's beautiful now the episode that comes to mind when speaking about how we stand our difference of opinions mm. is the valentine's day episode like- <laughs> i knew you were gonna bring it up go ahead <laughs> okay so with the valentine's day episode from what i remember I was thinking along the lines of keeping it cute, lovey-dovey, candy, roses, that type of thing. And Jay was like, fuck all of that. Let's talk about how horrible this day is. (laughs) I think that's my general take, though. You can hear that in Mommy or Mama Dearest, My Dearest, that episode, too. You can hear it in there, too. You can hear it in our Christmas episode where I'm just like, I don't like Christmas. And... Once again, it goes to share the duality of ourselves and the perspectives that we have. And I think that's beautiful. I think that allows for so much conversation to be filled in our love buckets and also allows us to grow intellectually speaking. And I think that's important as well in friendships. That's very important. We have to grow. First of all, we can't stop change. We know that change is good. And by having these type of conversations and knowing how to communicate with people around you, especially your close friends, will help with you changing and growing. So all of this, all 32, 33 episodes have been a part of our growing process to help us be better people. We honestly needed this. I don't know if you disagree with that too, but we honestly (laughs) needed this. (laughs) No, that's one of the things I agree with on. (laughs) I really think that more people, even if you don't want to do a podcast, more people should record their interactions with their friends and should have conversations with their friends that are challenging them to speak from their intellect, to speak from their perspective, because it truly allows you to see yourself. Dun, dun, dun. You know who I'm going to bring up? Don Miguel Ruiz, like we always do. (laughs) As our guide, our spiritual guide tells us, if we are mirrors and there's fog in between us, well, then it's our duty to remove that fog. And how do we remove that fog? Through conversation. To make sure that we understand where we're coming from, not to align ourselves with them, but to clear the fog through conversation, through understanding, through not making assumptions. Because this podcast has truly allowed us to not make assumptions of where each of us stand and where our love stands. Now that I can definitely agree with. I cannot say I know exactly what you're going to say or know exactly what you feel because of the conversations we had. So that leaves no room for assumptions. 
And yes. it also helped me see different sides of you too. Even though you and I have been talking down there every day for the last umpteen years, these conversations <laughs> do help me see different sides of you and also learn different sides of myself. Yeah, that's beautiful. The many, the variety, the diversity of our freshman season episodes is humongous. And the conversations that we've had, very, very multifaceted. We've talked about everything under the sun but yet we're still not done talking about everything else under the moon and i'm so excited to see what conversation comes next what topic we pick next now i will say this we did a very good job by sticking to our number one rule this season which is not to heavily discuss relationships mm. so i'm pretty proud of us for doing that like it's not hard to not talk about relationships mm -hmm. But we found creative ways to have other conversations. And you don't see that often with podcasting. Yes, I agree with that. I truly did not want to hear about your man, your woman, your lady. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's already too much of that in the podcasting street. Nothing wrong with it. If that's what you want to talk about, that's what you're heavily opinionated on. Great. So be it. However, it's many other subjects out there. And I'm yes. glad we got to dig into those a little bit. Yes, talk about multifacetedness in people. That's truly what I wanted to gain from this season is showcase our multifacetedness in our conversations. Our friendships do not have to revolve around romance or lack of romance or whatever is romantically involved. And I think we showed that. I think we showed that so healthily in a very fun way every episode that we had there is a laugh in there and that hearing that is so beautiful to me i love the fact that you can hear and feel our friendship in any episode regardless of the topic tu lucha is mi lucha is one of the heavier topics that we have on the freshman season of our catalog and we still laughed in that episode we still found some way to incorporate our lightness of our friendship in that episode. I find that to be beautiful. I think that episode is very important. And actually, I want to make it number four on my list of favorite episodes, only because it shows unity in the different communities. Mm. We know you and I are different, okay? I'm, I'm a Black girl. You're a Latina. We get that. But in all of that, we still have struggles that we go through together. We still have problems that we can relate to with each other. Mm. And look at the world now. The world tends to forget that. Mm -hmm. Back home in Chicago a couple years ago, it was a whole thing about Blacks versus Hispanics. They were fighting in the middle of the street. For what? Mm. You're, you're my sister. You're my brother. Why do I have to go against you? We got to go against the white man together. That makes no sense. So I'm glad that episode was a way to show that we all in the same boat together. Yeah, it when you said that, it reminded me of high school. I remember in high school where Latinos would not be friends with Blacks. And here I am, a Latina girl, surrounded by all my Black friends. Like, what's up? It's <laughs> <laughs> the truth. I never understood that until this day. I still don't get it. You're my sister. Girl, I'll fight for you. I'll fight with you. I'll fight alongside of you. That would forever be my stand on how I see you, how I see our friendship. And 
I'm glad that we have that. And once again, we show it in every episode how much we are in allyship with each other. And that's so beautiful to see. I hope more people can get that experience in their lives that is not associated with the same race of people because it is a difference. The more we put ourselves out there, the more we can gain allyship with other people in a beautiful way that you would not get gaining allyship with the people that look like you. And I completely agree with that. And I really hope that that episode helped bring that to light for a lot of people who may not have realized that before or thought about that before. So it's all about challenging. I will say we did that too in many episodes, not that just that one. In about 90% of the episodes, it's very thought provoking. And it brings challenges <laughs> to people they may have thought of before. Yeah, I agree. Even our lighter episodes, the good looking segments that we had, those are challenging. It challenged us personally, but it also, I believe, challenges our listeners as well. Well, why are they talking about cooking? Why are they talking about sewing? Why are they talking about painting? Well, why aren't we? Is a bigger question. Why can't we? And the answer is we can, and we did, and we have, and we will continue to. That's how we take space. Our description is that we are radically taking space in a world where we are not seen or we are suppressed to be seen. Well, here we are taking space, being radical in our own uniqueness. We're not out here screaming at people, telling them, Kim is my sister. Kim is my black sister and I'm the Latina sister. Nah, we do that through our creativity. We do that through our voice. We are finding our own way to be radical and take space. And there needs to be more of that. I think it's just a way to get our foot in the door and hopefully bring some others along with us. Hopefully, or we are, because I think we have. Okay, you know what? I think we have to. I take that back. I think we have. And I will say that with the what's whatever action word here, good looking <laughs> that we have done, it's been a lot of fun. It helps us see what we're really capable of. Mm. And I hope others out there too have been trying it. Like even if you just listen to our what's sewing good looking and you want to fix the button on your pants, that's still getting you to do something and show you that you are able to do it on your own. So we need more of that. Yeah, I really enjoyed that segment of what action good looking (laughs) (laughs) because it allowed people to hear one of us is more in tune with that skill but yet one of us is not but yet here we both are keeping space and keeping ourselves accountable to show up in that skill and learn something new or better yet show ourselves each other something new and empower each other to do it that's beautiful i call kim up and say hey kim this is what i'm doing this is what i'm working on and what do i get motivation support that's what friendship is and the same goes for her the last one that we had was painting and she said she didn't pick up a painting since 1985 here i am supporting that that's what friendship is that's what sisterhood is and Listeners, like we said in that episode, go pick up something yourself. I think in every segment that we had of what action good looking, we hopefully empowered you guys to do it as well, to get 
a flame of desire to do it, to spark that, to, as Don Miguel Reese, to plant that seed in that fertile brain <laughs> of yours. So you guys can know that you too can do it and nothing can stop you other than yourself. Now, speaking on how we have pretty much made an effect on people who do listen and how we want to continue to make this effect on people who will listen in the future, I have noticed from beginning till now, we have become less judgmental in our speaking. Like the first few episodes, it came off as, y'all have to do this and y'all have to do that and you can't do this and you can't do that. But eventually you and I noticed like, that's not the way to podcast. <laughs> we can't tell people how to feel or what to do. So we made it more personalized and spoke from our opinions versus judgment. And I really like that. Yeah. I also think it had a lot to do with our segment of Dear Podcasters, Can You Hear Us? Because it opened the door to hear other podcasts and how they did their speak and their speech and their interactions that you learn from other people and rightfully so we are in community and we are part of a community so we want to give the best parts of us to our community i think we're doing that i don't see how anybody we have good content and i'm not trying to toot our horn or anything i'm just speaking from the confidence within me we got some good shit so I'm a, I'm a toot our horn. Toot, 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 toot. Now that we know that we big bosses around here, we doing this shit. <laughs> Is there anything on any episode that you think you would add or take away? Yes, actually, when I was listening back to Lovely We Sleep, I wanted to incorporate sleep paralysis. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why we didn't talk about it then. But I wish we would have had time to talk about sleep paralysis because that's a wonderful topic within itself. Spiritually speaking, it has a position. Scientifically speaking, there is a position to take on in terms of sleep paralysis. And I wish we would have the time to include that. But maybe we will do a second Lovely, we sleep some more. (laughs) (laughs) At this point, we're in a coma. We keep going to fucking sleep. (laughs) Well, comas are okay. You stay young. (laughs) Okay, that's interesting. Definitely something we can circle back around to. I already mentioned how I wish I would have added a little bit more to the hair episode. Another episode that I wish I would have added a little bit more to would be the therapy episode. You asked me a question specifically about being in therapy as a Black woman. And I gave a very dull, simple answer. I didn't really touch on the fact of being a Black woman in therapy. And when I listened to that, I was like, damn, was I not paying attention? Or was I a little shy (laughs) because of one of our early episodes? But... I don't really speak for a black woman. <laughs> well, you know what? That's a difficult one because quite honestly, it was one of our first actual episodes that we dropped on our first Sunday after we initially started. And quite honestly, you were very young in therapy and in the therapy world. So I can see the hesitation. I can see the the lack of confidence in that as well. 
Okay, well, see, you're being nice about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's my sister you're talking about. <laughs> well, thank goodness I have come a long way. Uh, as far as taking anything away, I don't believe there's anything I will honestly take away other than the ums and the uh-huh and the simple answers like that. But I can't think of anything to take away. Everything was said for a reason. Everything was said with some type of purpose or intent. And it made the episode flow. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't think I would take anything away other than the little filler words here and there. And (laughs) that's it, really. I think outside of the filler words and the audio problems here and there, for our freshman season, I am taken away from this like wow i'm blown away we did this shit not knowing how to do this shit but yeah we did it and honestly our audio is awesome our conversations are awesome anybody can listen to a conversation on any episode and they will gain so much from it and once again it's not coming from an egotistical perspective it's coming from logic it's coming from I have taken courses where I have gone to class and have had these type of conversations and it feels just like it. It feels like we are tuning into a conversation that has been ongoing and we're just just getting our ear to the wall and listening in. And that's beautiful. That's exactly how it felt. I haven't been in many settings of having conversations like this, but you're absolutely right that is how it feel and that's the part too I do appreciate about having a podcast with you I don't interact with people a lot (laughs) and the people I do interact with we don't really carry out such deep intellectual conversation so to have it with you and have it on record and actually listen to it and learn some things and do some research and get some facts all those fun things I'm glad we're doing it I won't find that nowhere else and I can bet my top dollar on that she betting her last dollar (laughs) (laughs) speaking of dollars (laughs) you know what i'm gonna bring up (laughs) Uh oh what are you bringing up listeners i have an anecdote for you guys so i am responsible for editing audio and on a good saturday (laughs) when i was editing audio for one of our episodes all i kept hearing was um likes you know kind of sort of I got so upset because I was probably an hour into editing this audio and I kept removing these filler words. I got so frustrated that I went ahead and sent Kim an inconvenience fee of $2. And I said, for all the ums and likes and everything in between, you owe me $2. (laughs) And then I'm so fucking delayed. She sent that Sunday. I didn't see it until the next morning when I was going to Dunkin' to get my drink. And I had to check my account <laughs> to see which, which money. The money <laughs> this is so funny. I had to check my account to see which card the money was on. When I checked my cash app, it was a request for her. <laughs> $2 for every um. And I'm like, how long has this been sitting here? <laughs> she sent me a text. Bitch, you got a cash app request. I said, y'all, sure did. Let me tell y'all, she ain't shit. She sent it on Sunday and didn't say a word to me. I found out myself Monday morning. Isn't that how bills work? (laughs) Don't come find you. You No way for you to be disconnected. (laughs) Well, just like most bills, 
it sat there for about two weeks until it canceled itself. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still waiting for my two dollars plus 50 cents now that it got interest. (laughs) (laughs) Inflation hit, so now it's 50 cents for every um, like, yeah. my stomach hurt (laughs) but that is the fun part of podcasting with us (laughs) so just thinking ahead a little bit into season two what are some goals or some expectations you have for the next season I don't know actually I'm stumped on that I think one of my expectations is to continue the quality content that we have put out And I know that is going to be an easy checkoff list type of thing because we already are putting out quality content, but to continue it will be the real challenge to get different topics that we want to talk about and bring it forth to our listeners. I think that will be a challenge, but I also don't think that it will be a hefty challenge either because this season went rather quickly now that we are doing a season rewind it went rather quickly and all the topics that we brought were passionate topics that we were interested in topics that we have had private conversations regarding and also research that we've already done so I don't think that it will be too challenging I think also I would like to have more collaborations our second season our sophomore season Mm-hmm. Just because I think that as much as I enjoy our friendship and I enjoy our conversations, I am of the mind of different perspectives are always better because you allow yourself to gain more knowledge. You allow yourself to learn how to interact with other people. And that is powerful, too. But what do you think? I agree with you on the collaboration part. It was fun when we did our collaboration with 30 Podcasts. I was surprised at how the conversation flowed. I was surprised at how much feedback the ladies had to give us on that topic. And we made new friends in the process. It was the first time we got to jump on a call with others and mingle and laugh and have that moment. So I am looking forward to more collaborations. If I had to get really specific about it, I wouldn't mind doing a collaboration with a male or a men-focused podcast only because I personally think that men get a bad rep in the podcasting world. Mm. When you hear about a male podcast, the first thing you think is he's either mansplaining everything or he's talking about sex and relationships all the time. And believe it or not, men don't think about that stuff. (laughs) They do, but not as often as we think. They have opinions on many other things and many other topics. So to get a man on the show to talk about something that's not mansplaining or not sex related would definitely be interesting for me anyway. So I want to make that one of our goals. I agree with that completely. I do think that a male takeover would be really nice for sure. Especially the way that we are multifaceted and we want to showcase that on our podcast. Why not have a male be multifaceted along with us and have these intellectual conversations? Because you're right, males are intellectual creatures. They get a bad rep, but y'all take that up with yourselves. Exactly. Exactly. We have to remember, not every man is Kevin Samuels. Rest in peace. Mm. A lot of men. (laughs) 
<laughs> actually can talk about other topics with facts and details to back it up. Mm. So I will be interested in doing that. And honestly, I need to upgrade my mic. So I would like to do that for season two. <laughs> How about we get the same mics? How about we do that? So we both can have the same mics and not be worried about auditory issues. I think that'd be a great idea. Just let me know what mic you have because we can't get my mic. It's a little cheap one from Barnes and Noble. So <laughs> I can get the mic you have. <laughs> we'll take that up with our publishing house. <laughs> <laughs> They've been good to us. I'll say that. I'm really happy the publishing house was willing to take us on. Yes. Shout out to the publishing house. So try <laughs> publishing house. Shout out to you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see do I have any other goals for the second season honestly my own personal goal for the second season is to talk a little bit more I've noticed in a few episodes especially beginning episodes my word count was a little low so <laughs> I would like to talk a little bit more so that'd be a personal goal for myself Ah, yeah and then my personal goal would be to shut up a little bit more <laughs> 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 I know in the first episode in our pilot episode I mentioned how this podcasting world gave me social anxiety and how you can hear that in my speech from time to time but at the same time I have a lot to say when I'm comfortable you're gonna hear all my thoughts and how my logic works and I get to do this with you so it gets to be easier because of that but at the same time I got to learn how to be quiet, too. I got to learn. I, I got to take a step back. <laughs> we both have to find that balance. We have to learn how to talk and when not to talk. Yes. And I think throughout the episodes, we have learned it's a wave of times. I think sometimes we're more passionate about topics in different, in different episodes, such as smoking every day episode what did we end up calling that oh let's not talk about the devil's lettuce that I was truly passionate about and you can hear that in that episode and in the four agreements I'm sure I talked a lot more because I was so passionate about that but at the same time it's capturing those moments that natural way of our conversations flowing so can we truly be mad at ourselves for that I don't think so I think in the sophomore season we'll, we'll gain that We'll learn that balance a little bit better. Yeah, and that's all I want to do. I'm not saying I'm mad about my lack of talking, but just improve on it. <laughs> Obviously, over time, right, of having conversation and listening back to it, having time to think, time going on, we tend to have a change of heart about things or have a change of opinion about things. Would you say there are any episodes that you listen to now you're like, I don't feel that way anymore or... That's not what I really want it to be like. Anything like that. Do you have any different outlooks on different Ooh, subjects? Yes, I do. And then I chose Sisterhood featuring Turn 30 Podcast. In that episode, I shared with listeners how I have tried my best to be graceful in breakups. Recently that breakup went down left south all the way down to Mississippi and <laughs> when I listened to that again recently I'm like man girl you are holy 
Mother Teresa because recently I went ratchet. <laughs> but in your defense, <laughs> in your defense, that person provoked you. They thought they were being slick. You had to show them you're not the one. <laughs> <laughs> so that right there, it was like, yeah, that's true. It made me think of the ladies that we brought on and one of them is all like yeah that's cute but sometimes you gotta be hood you're right girl sometimes you do have to be hood <laughs> so that right there i really wish i could have incorporated that instance of yeah sometimes you do have to take it there because people be trying the holiness in you and people be forgetting i'll be holy and pray for you but I'll also be hood and swing on you and don't ever get it twisted uh, what did erica badu say on instagram this instance and tea can turn into a cigarette and a Coke 45 real quick. You have one of those situations. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what about you? Honestly, going back to the birthday episode, you and I had to talk about birthdays and a birthday extravaganza. And you talked about how birthdays are important. You're supposed to celebrate and at least have a cake and a candle, all these different things. You and I, had talked about it a little bit before, but getting more detail and more background on it on that episode honestly made me look at birthdays a little different. So now I do want to celebrate my birthday, your birthday, the birthday down the street, the birthday up the road. I do want to celebrate birthdays. I do want people to be acknowledged. Ah, that's beautiful. So does that mean that if you don't get acknowledged, you get cut? <laughs> honestly, honestly, the way I've been feeling lately, it's a possibility. Ooh, come on <laughs> over to the dark side, girl. <laughs> Only because, like, you made a very valid point in that episode. If it wasn't for me having a birthday, I wouldn't be here right now in your life making this difference and ca causing these different ripple effects. And we wouldn't have our friendship. I wouldn't have a daughter. Like, I hold space in this world, and I deserve to get nice treatment on this day. Yeah. And I keep that in mind now when it comes to birthdays. I also mentioned a little bit in the episode how growing up, my mom would downplay our birthdays. As kids, we would celebrate. When we got like 10, 11, 12, it was kind of like, okay, you already had 10 birthdays before. This one's no different. Go sit down somewhere. And I had held on to that agreement. But after that episode, no. In way or out the other. My mom still says that. She said that recently about another family member's birthday. And I completely ignored her. Like, you fed me that bullshit long enough, lady, but I don't believe in that no more. So let that person celebrate their birthday. Mm -hmm. So I do thank you <laughs> for helping me change my mind on that. Uh, well, I'm here to help you, girl. Like, you are here to help me. To be quite honest, as hood as I am, I tend to be more on the modest side. I tend to be more spiritually based, more, more humanitarian based. And you allow me to remember that I am hood. And that I am Chicago and that I don't always have to be spiritually based and that I don't always have to be loving and moving in love. So we help each other. And that's one of those. Mama, you right, but you wrong. <laughs> Very wrong. It's been a couple other times you've been wrong. But this one right here, I'm going to rewrite this agreement. And when I go out for my birthday, you can turn your nose up all you want to. But guess what? I'm still going out and enjoying it. Exactly. I now have that. It's almost like you gave me that permission to have that. So I'm going to take it. Girl, take <laughs> it and run with it. For sure. Like I recently celebrated a birthday with a person in my personal life. And I said to them, your birthday doesn't happen until you have a birthday cake and you have some candles and you are able to blow out a wish. 
anything else is not birthday matter. You, someone takes you out to dinner, great, awesome. But you could do that on any day. Congratulations, you want a cookie? Somebody can call you <laughs> on a Monday and tell you, hey, how you doing? I'm thinking of you. Great, that's a regular Monday. But do they not call you on your birthday? That's significant. And watch out for those people. And quite honestly, that tells you all you need to know about that person. And that's exactly how I'm starting to feel. And honestly, just listening to how you speak on birthdays and how you speak on other days too, I've been side-eyeing a couple of people that may forget Valentine's Day or may forget Sweetest Day or may forget my birthday. So trust me, I say this all the time to you. You're like a little voice in the back of my head. And some of these episodes replay in my head when I be in different situations. And this birthday episode is one of them. <laughs> Good. Make some changes. What do we say in one episode? I think it was the memes and laughs. We burn sage, bridges, and weed, whatever we need to to keep our peace. <laughs> As we should. And it seems like if you forget my birthday, which is August 11th, if anybody is wondering, I'm going to have to burn that bridge. (laughs) As you should. As you should, because the people that matter will definitely be there on the other side of that bridge helping you burn it. Like, yeah, let's burn this motherfucker. (laughs) And I'll be on the other side with cake and a candle. Like, you ready, girl? You ready to sing happy birthday? I'll sing it with a little aggression, but sure. <laughs> we'll sing it in English and in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is too funny. So a few more questions and then we'll go ahead and a little tear just rolled down my face <laughs> and then we'll go ahead and close it out. <laughs> this episode has been brought to you by Soul Tribe Publishing House.